0: Join the Jones family with their grown children as they sit around the table to share their passion for marriage, family, and boundaries while providing inspiration, practical tips, and insight into a simple life that glorifies God. Whether you're a Christian or not, there will be takeaways to heat up your marriage, train up your children, and navigate this culture with more wisdom and perspective.
1: today's unpaid advertisement is for stance socks their philosophy is that everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel an amplifier of your unique energy just like my beautiful wife these are the most comfortable socks i've ever worn and on top of that they have an endless selection of style and colors and they're adding more every day you can find these on stance.com as well as amazon and the buckle
2: In the following segment, the Jones crew discussed the why behind each of them starting CrossFit. Although unintentional in the beginning, CrossFit has become an important part of their lives from fitness to fellowship and now to family. We hope you will be inspired to find a fun way to build community and expand your horizons with your
1: family. Whether it's hiking, building something together, hosting friends in your home, serving a local charity, camping, an Avenger movie marathon, or chess matches, We believe that building community around a healthy and or hard activity is a great way to build family bonds, create memories, and bring glory to God.
3: I know we bring it up on every one of our podcasts, so let's talk about why we started CrossFit.
2: So, Daddy, you go ahead because you're the one who got us all into it. Yeah, you started first.
3: So, I started CrossFit about six years ago, something like that, and I started it because I had been working out before we moved and I really just wanted to do something that was um, a little bit more of a variety of doing things. And I didn't want to have to think about what I was going to do because anytime I was going to do leg day, I'd walk into a gym and go, ah, I feel like walking today is so I'm not going to do legs. I was actually introduced to CrossFit by a friend of mine in South Carolina and also uh, our pastor in Arkansas. So I started doing CrossFit to get in shape because I was 48 at the time and I wanted to be the best shape I could have ever been by the time I was 50.
2: Hope and I were the next ones to start. So my dad had brought us to a bring a friend Friday. I believe twice. No, we went to the Mercy Mall event. So we had a fundraiser for Mercy Mall for around Christmas time, 20 somewhere around there. Some like I was in college. And I wasn't working out because I was working full-time and in school full-time, and I couldn't add another thing on. Just kind of like, I just had it in, in the back of my mind, kind of like, oh, well, that was enjoyable, but I can't do this right now. I can't afford it. <laughs> I can't, don't have time. And, and then Hope and I went w- with uh, my dad for Bring a Friend Friday on actually the day before I graduated college, so which was wonderful. I did really heavy back squats for how much I'd ever and done. And the bike, and then, too. And then I had to walk for seven hours the next day through oh, yeah. my college graduation with legs that were extremely sore no more money going to my college and I had a little bit of time so I <laughs> wanted to do CrossFit in my heart but at the same time I'm very tight with my money and I was like that's not worth it to me like I'm not making a lot of money right now like I don't have like an out of college job and so I kept saying like I don't think I'm gonna do it and my mom was like well you're gonna spend money on what's important to you so if, if just like we tithe first off of our paycheck like, if the next thing that you pay for is your gym membership to, like, benefit your health and taking care of the temple that God gave you, that shows you where your heart is. And so, obviously, she says convicting things, and then you have to do them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so... um.
3: And I think it's important to know, too, like, when you did the first one, like, the Mercy Mall event,
1: mm-hmm.
3: prior to that... When was the last time you did any type of organized athletics?
2: Um, I've never done anything athletic. Well, so, you did soccer I did when soccer when I was 8. Okay. In Florida, and right. every time I had to go, I cried. <laughs> and because it was 95 <laughs> degrees and I didn't care about following the ball around the field because why would you? That d- makes no sense. So I'd pick grass and I I was a really good person to stand by the water cooler.
3: And asking you when we got home, I'm like, "So what'd you think?" And you go, I loved it I'm thinking you are the last person I would have thought <laughs> would have loved it well and I got to, to the door really enjoyed, enjoyed and I it.
2: stood there and I activated my superpowers
3: yes <laughs> there was a, a doormat <laughs> and there. then I
2: realized that I liked the organized atmosphere of it where like I didn't have to go in and think oh what am I gonna do because before that I was just going to like the YMCA and like kind of walking around going this looks fun no this one's not that fun let me move to the next machine And so, that obviously is not a sustainable workout program.
3: Especially if it's scaffolding. (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) I didn't know what I was doing there. I never took, like, any of the classes at at any of the gyms. So, I just walked around and tried to figure it out on my own. I think that aspect of it where it was very organized, I just could show up and do what I was told to do. And then, like, the loud music, the camaraderie, like, showing up to a class where I wasn't the only one. And also the fact that they had so many options like obviously you think about crosswind you think like oh these people are like the fittest people on earth and you're gonna show up and i'm gonna be like this skinny little white girl that's so wimpy and i can't lift any weight and i thought i was gonna be the only one like that but they did such a good job of like scaling starting at square one where you don't go into it feeling like i have never
4: lifted heavy weights i don't know what to do so they equip you really well okay OP. yeah so my i have a little bit of a different background I started dance when I was seven years old and I danced until I was about 16. I did competitive dance for several, several years. Um, So that included several hours every single night at the dance studio. Didn't leave much time to work out. So I went to the, what was it? That was the Bring Your Friend Friday in May. So this is May 2019 that we're talking. Yeah. So at the time I was still dancing. So that was in May and I was still competing and everything still then um but I think like the change for me I went from being in a sport like I guess you would call it a sport that was all about like how you look mirrors everywhere and it was a lot of comparing yourself like I think that that was that was hard for me like I've never even talked about this in front of my family but so that's something that was hard for me because it's like when you grow up doing a sport and you're just like Constantly being compared, looking at yourself, going, I'm not as flexible as that person. I'm not as strong as that person. I don't think I'll ever be. Then going into CrossFit, when it's like, you might not be able to lift as much weight as the person next to you, but it's like they're so, they're so excited for you if you get like, you know, what was it like, 35 pounds over my head? I was like so excited. They're like, good job. Like they they were so proud of me for that. And you don't have any mirrors at CrossFit. Let's just say that that is that was a big change. I was oh, yeah, like, that's
0: true. Except for in the bathroom. That's the only me in the
4: bathroom. <laughs> you get to see your that bright says, red face. Your yeah. butt looks good. Your butt looks yeah, good. So exactly. That's pretty encouraging. So and that was a that was a good difference for me when I was more like I wasn't focusing on like how my body looked in the mirror and comparing myself to everyone else. It was more like what I can actually do instead of how I look. Well, thank you for sharing that with You're us. You're welcome, honey, guys. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> thank but, you for your transparency. Um, yeah. So that was that was a big thing, but. I love it there. It it feels like a family cuz everyone knows who you are. Like if mm-hmm. you're not there, they're like, "Where's Hope?" Like, you know, like yeah. they all know who you are and they all ask you how you're doing. Like it's it's such a good community there.
3: Jake, you were next, weren't you?
1: Yeah, I was I was next. So, I grew up playing baseball. Um after college, I played church league softball, which is not a lot of working out. And so, I got a little husky in my <laughs> jean size. But, uh, so I started doing orange theory fitness and, um, I mean, that was good. It help, helped me train for like a half marathon. I, I changed in the sense of like losing weight, but I did not really gain a lot of muscle. And talking to Padre, um, when Han and I were engaged, I was like very scared about going to CrossFit cause I didn't really know. What to expect? I didn't want to be embarrassed by, by guys a lot stronger than me, and I mean I was already like when I was living in Virginia Beach and Hannah was going to CrossFit. I mean I didn't know her hundred percent yet, and so I would be so jealous that she was at CrossFit and I was like just working like, but anyways I got past that. Anyways I um I did a lesson. It was a bring up from Friday too with Hannah, and
2: which was. Right, a couple months before he got married, he came to bring a friend Friday. But then COVID happened.
1: Yeah, then COVID happened, and so, um, they shut the gym down when everything shut down. We were married now, and we were doing all the home workouts. And so when they opened back up, I canceled my membership at Orange Theory, and joined CrossFit, and I love it. I mean, I love the community. I love the I love the challenge, and it's definitely it's definitely changed. I treat my body like I guess when I was at Orange Theory I mean also marriage has also changed the way I treat my body as well because I have a good accountability partner but um, like you pay all this money to work out and to for your health and so it's pointless to treat your body with horrible food and then just to go work out what you're putting in your body so you want to gain results.
4: So I used to eat nothing, barely anything throughout the day. I would eat probably like five pieces of fruit and like four crackers. Like, so when I started CrossFit, obviously like you have to drink water, like, which was a big thing for me. I used to drink one cup of water and then pass out a dance and wonder, wonder what happened to me. I remember Tyler, like one of the coaches at the gym, um, coming up to me going in the middle of a workout going, are you okay? You don't look okay. And I was like, well, thank you. It's kidding. But, um, he, like, had noticed that, like, my energy was, like, super, super low and just, like, I would, did not look good. And that was probably because I wasn't eating enough, you know, protein throughout the day. And so, he was actually, what did they call it during COVID? We had, like, accountability, like, coaches. What was it called?
3: Yeah, it, it was, like, accountability coaches. So, yeah. everybody was assigned a coach and they would call and check on you.
4: So, I was honored with Tyler. And um that was one of the things that he helped me, like, through during covid was i would tell him when i was eating during the day and he would be like okay maybe like eat more of this eat more of this like that was that was very helpful so i've kind of learned how to
1: coming from the guy who eats sour patch kids and sour skittles all day long (laughs)
4: okay but he crushes every single workout so like
3: that's true you know so then madre joined us stacy we finally
4: convinced her
0: yes
3: (laughs) she convinced herself
0: I can be a late adopter, especially when it comes to sports and athletics. I joined CrossFit, um, well, I started doing the at-home workouts during COVID because the Y shut down. So that was probably March of 2020, and my husband was programming the workouts, or at least, um, well, I guess CrossFit was programming the workouts And then if we didn't have the equipment, um, Jeff was making adjustments and saying, hey, let's do this, let's do that. So that's where I came in. And that is after I had done um, a couple workouts for fundraisers, we did one for Maggie. And then we did, um, did a couple for Mercy Mall. So I had done three different workouts and I just didn't feel like I wanted to spend the money. I didn't feel like I had the time. You know things slowed down over COVID and so it just felt different and I had also entered a season of intense insomnia so I felt like it's more important now that I work out than ever before because I want to give my body the best shot I can at a good night's sleep you know and people are like did that help I don't really know if that helped but it definitely did not hurt Um, so I was going to wear my body out one way or the other. And if it decided to fall asleep, great. And if not, I was going to, you know, still journey down that path to figure out what I could do to get to sleep. So
4: Those, those late night, uh, runs didn't help mommy.
0: Well, do you remember that time? Out of
4: frustration?
0: <laughs> no, that was an early morning run, and I got some major shin splints <laughs> from that. <laughs> it was 6.30 in the morning. I had been up all night, and I was so mad. I went, I ran for, I, forgot
1: about that. I
0: ran for like,
1: I never heard about this. Yeah. I ran
0: for like three miles or something. Like, not nonstop. I ran, I walked, I ran, I walked up and down hills, and I was just so mad the whole time. I was like, why can't I sleep? And then by the time I joined CrossFit and did Fundamentals, I remember sharing with some of the coaches, I'm like, yeah, I've got major shin splints because I did an angry run at 630 in the morning because I couldn't sleep. And so I paid for it, definitely paid for it. I don't recommend that to anyone. I really do, you know, think that I work hard at it. And, um, but I am still probably, I would say the slowest or weakest out of my class and probably most of the classes. So if I were to put in my results, which I am not ashamed to put my results in anymore i will put my 35 pound overhead or whatever i do so i am now with i just want to say
4: though like my mom is actually very strong naturally like that is okay. not true listen we me and hannah have been at the gym for what it'll be three years this three year. years in like october september whatever and she is already doing way more than we did in like the first year like she has really good arm strength. Let's just just say that. Well
2: let's just say that sometimes she works out at seven AM and posts her results and Hope and I are like, seriously, she had to do that much because now we have to do Yeah, we
4: have to do more than her. Like that's kind of like what we have in our minds is like, you know, we started before her. We have to do more than her.
3: But you know, I think it's interesting that like everybody's talking about this stuff and I think it's pretty cool to hear it. You know, for anybody who's out there listening that's not doing CrossFit. And they think about it from a strength standpoint and things like that. To mommy's point, you know, you come in here almost 50. I started when I was almost 50. I'm listening to you guys and I'm thinking about the, the bigger things that happen there. And what I mean That's like. That's
0: what I was going to say too.
3: You know, I mean, so for those listening, there was a point in time last year or so that we were talking about moving, you know, potentially just packing up and moving away and resettling our family in like Tennessee and places like that and talking to all of our kids in this room it's like all right if, if you were to move today what would, be, what would be something you would miss and like in the top two things was your CrossFit gym and I think that what that says is you know the community that that we have in our gym is just exceptional um I, I will say, though, that I, I visit other gyms and, and they have that same feeling in those gyms. It's there, there's something about going into a place and people suffering together. Yes. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> yes. seriously, because it's true, it doesn't matter if you're in in the C level positions at a big company or if you are in, in a middle management role or if you're a outside worker or if you're. Whatever your role is, when you walk in, it doesn't matter. You're, or if you're, you're in high school. Or if you're in high school. I mean, you're talking to people sitting right next to you, and you're encouraging one another, being challenged by one another, and you, and you do build relationships. I mean,
2: I mean, they refer to all of us as athletes. And so right. it really does change. Like, when you walk in, you're an athlete. That's, that's the extent of it.
3: Yeah, and the thing is, you're not, you're not going to walk in and be Rich Froning. Like, I'll never be Rich Froning. But
1: I'll never be Tyler Cox.
3: Right, I'll never be Tyler Cox either. <laughs> I mean, he might look like me when he gets older, but it's about really just kind of pushing yourself and using your body, using your mind, but beyond that physical aspect. I mean, as a guy, it's, it's hard sometimes to build relationships with people and have those relationships in your life, but I can assure you every, every morning at 7 o'clock Monday through Friday, When I walk in the gym, there is going to be at least one or two guys in that gym that I've built a relationship with. We talk about this a lot, don't we, babe? Like when there's a new person that walks into our class, we want them to experience the community because you think about what our CrossFit gym has done for Maggie, for Mercy Mall. So it's very community driven in, in the owners of our gym truly focus on excellence and and delivering an experience to their customers that's beyond what you get in a globo gym
2: so one more thing to add before we close out this this segment and that's like on the spiritual side of things if you're a christian listening to me this is an area where like it's improved my like spiritual life and my life in general i would say like before i started working out consistently and that being at crossfit like a lot of my day was just spent like on my computer doing schoolwork or at work sitting at a desk and like my mental energy my physical energy my spiritual energy was just like drained and so like to get my body moving it helps me to sleep better it helps me have more time to pray like it like it helps my keep my mind like sharp and active as a person you're a whole person like you can't just look at it as like your physical body your spiritual body your brain like your mental body you're all of those things combined and so like when one of those things is out of whack everything seems out of whack. And so this is a piece where, like, I ignored for a long time, but once I, like, accepted and started running towards, the other areas of my life seemed to be
4: used to the best of their ability, I guess. I'd be really close to Jesus during those workouts.
0: Well, and I I can't say enough about the community, and I know that I was very stubborn about CrossFit, and I still am at that point where I was like, I don't want that to be the only thing our family talks about. But I love that that's something that our family is doing together. And I also love that I get to see my friends at CrossFit three times a week. You know, when we get there, it's, it truly is um, a place where you feel safe. It's a place where you feel accepted and reassured. And, you know, it's, it, it's awesome when, like, some of these girls that are lifting twice what I'm lifting, and they're like, oh, you did such a great job. And I'm just like, in my mind, I'm going, do they even see me? But they, they did, and they, they were wanting to encourage me. And so, you know, it doesn't matter what age. It doesn't matter, you know, who you are. Like, there is a place for you at a gym where, you know, there's, it's community-driven like that. And so I just always want people to, you know, look for that community. And it's great if you go to church. It's, it's awesome. There's great community there, too. But there's also another way to gain community, and that is joining a gym
3: yeah, and to kind of add to that, I mean, I think about we mentioned earlier just the differences in all the backgrounds and and the lives of everybody in the gym. You know, being a believer, I know that when I walk into the gym that not everyone in there is of the same mindset that I am in my faith. But I will say this that there's such a joy that it brings to me to know that. You know, every morning and every night when I spend time with the Lord, there are a number of people that I'm...
4: In this segment, we are going to list our top 11 favorite pre-marriage and marriage books.
1: Number one, Ready to Wed by Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley.
2: Number two is Wild at Heart by John Eldridge.
3: Number three, The Sacred Search by Gary Thomas.
0: Number four is Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas.
4: Number five is Love and Respect by Emerson Egricks.
1: Number six, Becoming Us by Jeff and Beth McCord.
2: Number seven, The Mingling of Souls by Matt Chandler.
3: Number eight, Hidden Keys of a Loving, Lasting Marriage, Gary Smalley.
4: Number nine, Sheet Music by Kevin Lehman. Number 10, Love That Last by Jefferson and Alyssa Bethke.
1: And number 11, A Love Letter Life by Jeremy and Audrey Roloff.
3: Thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you liked what you heard, leave a review. We'll see you next time on the Saturday Morning Crew. Thank you.